Hey, it was good, Rapzilla. You know who it is. It's your boy, Kurt Wright, rapper, media personality, writer, stripper, part-time preacher. I do hair, I battle rap. I'm, I'm Voltron, the arms and the legs. All that, you know what I'm saying? You already know what it is, you know what I'm saying? And I'm here. I have the privilege and the honor of interviewing one of my bros, you know what I'm saying, from the QC representing, man, my bro, Next Mike. What's good, Mike? What's good, baby? First of all, that was the best. That was the best intro I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, <laughs> gas yourself up, bro. Gas yourself up. It's okay. Hey, look, um, bro, I got to, bro. Gas expensive. I got to do it myself. Put that, bro, put that in the tank. Good, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Valid, dude. Yes, it is expensive. But, dude, I'm I'm grateful just uh, for the opportunity to just talk to you and chop it up with you. And uh, I'm, uh, yeah, man, just blessed to be just considered. And and this whole freshman thing has been really humbling, but. Um, but yeah, man, let's just, let's get into it. Let's talk for sure. Word, bro. Hey, so listen, bro. Yo, don't, don't knock me for out for this, bro. Y'all know you for a while, right? Why? So I ain't know your name was next Mike until yeah. just, cause I was always like, yo, NXT Mike. And it was like, oh, NXT yeah. Mike. Oh, then I thought it was not Mike. Cause people be throwing the X for the O. You know what I'm saying? And I, I Got just, that. people was always introducing you. And you was like, Hey, I'm Mike. I'm like, what's up, Mike? And everybody else was just yeah. looking out to your name, bro. So I felt mad old. And I felt like, yo, son, I knew this man for mad long. No, nah, don't, don't, dude. Yeah, you're good, bro. No, it's honestly like when I gave, when I came up with that alias years ago, a lot of people said not in the beginning. And I had to like explain it over and over again. But yeah, as time's passed, like people have figured it out. Honestly, people call me NXT. Sometimes they just leave Mike off. They'll just say NXT um, or they'll just say next or they'll say next Mike. But yeah, it's not not mike so anything else is anything else is game but yeah nxt or next um i'll go by either one of them i'll I'll answer to either one of those so i mean well it was kind of fitting bro because i'm saying it seemed like you were up next on this freshman list you know i'm saying for 2022 bro i gotta ask how does it feel to be spotlighted as one of the freshmen one of the hardest working performers in chh today yeah man it's like i think said it earlier but just it's just really humbling. Um, I mean, I've been in some music for years now. I've been taking it really seriously for about four years. I would say I like dove in and I was like, I want to see what this can become. I want to see how God can use me. Um, so to just follow Rapzilla for years and they've always been really supportive of like anything that I do or anything that my team does. So just to be on this list and be nominated and eventually like get one of the nominations has been uh, I'm just grateful, man. I'm grateful for a platform that's uh, willing to put smaller independent artists that are working hard, if not harder than a lot of other guys that we may hear of. Um, but, you know, we, we, we just do it with without all the eyes on us and all the all the stuff. But it's I think it just shows that this group of artists is special and that we just do music because we genuinely love doing it. And I, I've said this before, too, but like music means so much to me. I would do it for the rest of my life for free, just because I feel like it's, it's what I'm designed to do. Um, and obviously like we all got to make moves and take care of and pay the bills, but like, I just love it, man. So being highlighted by Rapzilla has been a huge blessing. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's cool. It's cool to, it's cool to be at this point and, and I guess be recognized with a, with a big group of humble artists. So it's, it's awesome, dude. Facts, facts, man. What's done in the dark, come in the light. So when you work hard in the dark, you know what I'm saying? When it come out in the light, people will see the product, you know what I'm saying? But if you sit in the dark, you come out to the light. Let me stop. I really do that, bro. I'm looking at you. You know who I am. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Just, just, I feel like a lot of us just kind of move uh, in silence. Um, 
like what Lil, Lil Wayne said, real G's moving silence like lasagna. And I yeah, was so like, yep, the G's moving silence like that's, lasagna, bro. That's, that's a, bar. a bar. That was a bar. Still a bar. But, but that's, that's kind of how it is. Bars, bro. That's an all-time Yeah, bar, I agree. Man. But that's kind of how it was for me. Like, I just, I, we just do it because we love it. And, you know, being recognized is great. But, I mean, we'll continue to move regardless of what happens. So Facts, facts bro. Now, what's so crazy about your story is that when I met you, it was like 2016. I didn't even know you rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I remember my homeboy, Manny, was having an event in his yeah. church parking lot. He was like, hey, yo, you, you had to, he had to join. We them boys but all the apostles on the back and you had, you know what I'm saying? Your boy yeah. Judas was X'd out on the joint. And I was right. like, yo, that's your fly who made that. He was like, yo, my dude Mike over here, he actually setting up to, he was in a parking lot, so on a little truck, truck bed rocking. You had your yeah. pop up there, you know what I'm saying? So the question yeah. now is how did you go from selling clothes to being on a fresh middle list? And number one, or number that's number two, are you still promoting freshman year as a brand? Yeah, man. So like, in 2016, I, I wasn't doing music. I mean, I would like write in my spare time, but I didn't record anything. I, I wasn't really serious about it. I just, I've always loved music. I mean, it's a way that me and God have connected um, and he speaks through it, but like, yeah, music was never really the, pl the plan. Um, I'm really passionate about clothing, graphic design. I mean, so freshman year started uh, back then, actually in 20, in 2016 and 2017. And that was like my first creative like catalyst. I think freshman year kind of paved the way for music to really do anything. And up to this day, dude, they just feed into each other. So like whenever, you know, I set up as a vendor with clothing, whether it's freshman year or vintage or whatever, like it's an outlet for me to talk about my music. And then on the flip side, if I go set up and I'm doing a concert solo or with the boys, like my merch is my clothing line. So They've both helped each other grow. Um, and it's just been like a really smooth transition. Um, but yeah, freshman year is just, it's its a big part of me. It always will be. And to answer your question, I'm still doing it. I actually, I pressed like a bunch of new stuff today. Um, so I got a bunch of new things that we're going to be dropping soon. Oh, so you're going to be sending them to me? Am I going to get free samples? That would be Bro, I got, dude, dude, send me the Addy, bro. I would hey, love bro, that. Look, I need the, the three X for the flex. You know what I'm saying? Bro, bro. I got them in the You box, know what I'm saying? Bro. Hey, you you know how the big breeze, I mighty win. I mighty win. You know what I'm saying? Bro. I got a, yeah, I got a piece for the city too. It's, uh, it says so loved based on uh, the gospel, obviously, um, but just so loved. And I took the Hornet. Hey, he's uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. But it's it's fun, man. But yeah, to answer your question, still doing freshman year. And uh uh I mean everything's been really consistent and it's just been kind of self-sustaining and I'm I'm grateful. I put in the work years ago and I can give it as much attention or as little attention as I want, and it's still, you know, it still does well. So uh I love it, man. I think I think merch is almost a a necessity with with an artist, especially with like you know, CDs went away and all that, like streaming isn't paying bills. So I feel like we all need to innovate and kind of come up with other things. You know what I'm saying? Facts, 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 bro. And now you were touching on the, the whole artistic part. And I yeah. kind of wanted to, to dive, dive in that to a little bit. The one thing that I truly admire about your releases, about your clothing, is the artwork is always refreshing and captivating. It's tying in the things that we love culturally. 
in yeah. a way that's explosive and interesting. Like, I love how the, the anime elements of Lonely Kids yeah, and Capture yeah. Covers, the nostalgia of the old Super Nintendo, you know what I'm saying, for the KO freestyle, the Danny Phantom hair silhouette on Danny Phantom. What's the driving force behind your cover art choices and just your, your art in general? Yeah. Dude, I, I just... I think you said it like I always like to be professional and clean cut when I'm when I'm trying to come up with artwork, whether I design it myself or I collaborate with somebody, I always want to make sure that I execute it in a way where like if you look at the artwork, I almost want you to already kind of picture what the song's going to sound like. Um, so I, I want them to just line up perfectly. So whenever we're going through drafts, like I'll be going through my demos uh, and all of my just raw files and I'll be listening to all the stuff I've recorded and I'll be staring at like artwork while it's playing and I just look at it and I'm like yeah this matches the vibe of the song or no I need to go in a completely different direction so I draw I draw inspiration from a lot of things obviously you've seen like you've seen anime has been a big influence um and then just that old I was born in the 90s and I just feel like that 90s kid has never like left me like I just love everything about 90s I mean like over here, like I'm reselling all this vintage stuff. Like it's just, it's a part of me. It's a part of who I am growing up in New York. Like I just, I loved it and I never got rid of it. So um, I just try to make sure that they line up um, and that they're parallel, but I go for a lot of like old nineties video games, even early two thousands inspired stuff. Um, and uh, I, I just collaborate with a bunch of really awesome people that are not super well known, but they're my boys. And I mean, I just, I love them and I trust them and, I give them a vision and they always bring it to life or we just collaborate and get it done. But that's kind of where like my influences come from art wise. Word, word, word. Now you mentioned your boys and I do see that the past few years you've been done busy. You dropped the Trap Ship album said, with, with the group, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And yeah, then yeah. you followed up with the EP Glass House. Yeah. You turned around and gave us the the it's for for the love of God, right? For the love of God. Yeah, my, my debut so, project. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your first, your first one and done, your full length, you know what I'm saying? I said, and then uh with all these projects, executive produced by you. And what is your creative process like in the booth? So, like when you're putting together these albums, is there like a lineup? Do you got a board? You just like going to the Bible on your face, laying back and telling them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is Holy Spirit streaming? You know what I mean? You got spirit. Bro, bro the, the, the Lord just be downloading beats into my brain. But no, I'm just kidding. But like, dude, honestly, so one thing you said, just the producing, the executive produce. So like, I wouldn't say, so I can't like just putting it out. Like I don't produce, but I do have like, I do have, I think one thing that's God's given me is the ability to like, see things and cast things out for the future so i know what i want it to sound like i know what i want it to look like i know what the rollout's going to look like i know what kind of production i want but then from there it really does dude i don't think anybody can do anything without a team like i've i've, I've learned and i've seen people try to do stuff by themselves man and it's just it just does, it doesn't work like even i think one of my biggest pet peeves this is a side note but one of my biggest pet peeves is when i see these artists online they're like did it all by myself like no label no handouts no no assistance no help and i'm like no sleep no, no sleep. like you didn't do it <laughs> no bro you didn't do it by yourself like like and in the most humble way possible like just give credit where where credit is due like so that's my that's my ted talks but yeah i just kind of i cast out a vision yeah dude I'll, i'm old school too i write stuff down i whiteboard i'll type stuff up 
I'll paste sticky notes on my walls and just kind of try to feel out the direction I'm going. But uh, for the love of God, my project that came out uh, last year, honestly, it's like a year from a few days ago. It's like the one year anniversary, which is crazy. Um, I got to follow up on it. But that was my first like solo project of me just kind of carrying it. Before that, dude, God has like designed me to just collaborate and work with people that like I just don't like doing stuff by myself. Um, so I, I've done stuff with my boy Preston. That was the original Trapster project in 2020. Praise God, it's still doing really well today, uh, like numbers wise and everything. And then I did uh, I did Glass House with Kip, who I brought on to Trapster Collective. Um, so we did that little EP. We're working on more stuff for it. And uh, yeah, and this is kind of like on the, I'll share this with you, obviously, and it'll come out. But like the boys and I are we we had a call today. We finished up what I think will honestly like be one of the best projects in our space, like in the last few years. Um, so it's going to be really good, but okay. that's kind of like my inspiration. I come from, I have ADD and OCD. So I just come from all these angles and I try to write everything down and then I just trim it away little by little. And uh, I knew I had the title for the love of God in my head for like two years. Like I knew that's what I wanted the project to be titled but then I needed to make something that emulated, like, I'm literally making music for the love of God. Like people use the Lord's name in vain all the time without thinking they'll say, Oh my God, or Oh, for the love of God, I wanted to take it, take it and put a twist on it and be like, no, I'm not using the Lord's name in vain. I'm literally making this because of my love for God. So um, I like to, I like to kind of do stuff like that, change, like flip the narrative. So. That's dope, dope, bro. Yeah, I mean, and and the the project said all of the projects sound wise, they like saying they sound huge. They they're so so full of energy. Uh, do you and, and I believe that you have two in house producers on deck. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So how, yeah, how do you feel like having in house production? Do you feel like that helps to add the uniqueness to the energy yeah. of your records? Man, it takes a team. It takes a village. Um, I've got a highlight. Um, so before I highlight those guys, like Trapster Collective, if I could talk on it real quick, Trapster yeah, Collective, ahead, bro. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's me and a group of four guys. I brought four guys. I don't even want to say under me, like I started Trapship, but we all work together. That's why I titled it collective because we collectively do everything. But my purpose behind Trapship was this group of five guys, myself included. I've noticed that I want, I've built individual friendships with all of them over years and years. But two, I noticed that we were all really good at specific things and we all needed help with specific things. So I kind of looked at the things that we were good at and the things that we need help with. And I kind of just paired it together like a puzzle. And I was like, hey, I'm really good at this and this and this, but I need help with this. This guy on the team and this guy on the team can help me and vice versa. So um, example, like I love writing. I love bars. I love like beat selection and I love marketing and social media and like content creation right my other guys um like have needed help in some of those areas like social media and getting their numbers up and all that so i help them with that knowledge and then in, in return they help me by like they'll help me uh like mix and master myself they'll help me with in-house producing so it's just a family effort but um i've got a guy under the label with me his name's kip wolf um and he is probably I call him the most talented guy you've never heard of because 
he doesn't have a big following. His numbers have been going up little by little. We've been doing a lot of collab work. But when I tell you that this guy, like raw talent, he can sing, he can produce, he can mix. Like he has played a huge part of my life, but he he produced or co-produced a good bit of For the Love of God, the regular and the deluxe. He produced several tracks on Glass House um, and the ones that have done really well. So yeah, I gotta, I gotta show love to Kip. Um, is this kid, kid right here? That's Kip, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I'm following him. I'm, I gotta make sure, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you, if you see this right here, follow Kip Wolf. You know what I'm Kip saying? Wolf, he's telling baby. you right now. Yeah, you know I mean? Follow the yeah. wolf. Dude, he's, he's amazing, man. So I gotta give it up to him. And then also uh, my boy, Adrian. Adrian Sings uh, is his alias. He's been in the, he's been in the scene for years and he's finally getting some love that he deserves. Uh, he is an amazing engineer. He mixed and mastered my entire project. Uh, the original and the deluxe, he mixed and mastered glass house as well. Uh, like he, he is crazy. He's got an ear like nobody else. So, um, I couldn't do, couldn't do it without him. Uh, and obviously Preston I've recorded with Preston. We've done some stuff. And uh, honestly, Seti on the team as well is an amazing writer. He tells stories like I got it. Yeah, dude. Seti, yeah, Seti local too out of Charlotte. But like, man, everyone, I feel like we're all really good at specific things. And we all just got God paired us all together. And it was like the perfect recipe. Uh, and I'm just I'm grateful that they are my friends first. Um, and uh, music is music and everything else is after that. But we just walk through life together, man. Like, I think our music is like a byproduct of our relationships. Like, because we're all so close, the music sounds so much better because you're just going to have chemistry with people. You're going to make better music if you know them. And they're, and they're all, they're all brothers to me. So it's been cool seeing God just grow that from nothing to something. Bro, and you really that you touched, touched on something that's very important that I feel like that has caused like for the longevity of a, a lot of groups is when there's community, you know what I'm saying? It's not just, yeah. you know, let's get together, let's let's make this money, let's tour the front. Nah, when there's community, when there's growth, when there's life on life, when yeah. it's, it's a healthy, uh, when it's a healthy assembly, man, you'll see the fruit from that. You know what I'm saying? The music will just be a, a side product, a byproduct of the fellowship that y'all have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's, 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 it's so dope, you know what I'm saying, that you transition into that, because I wanted to touch on uh, community, especially with, with Charlotte being a growing hub in the CHH space. So we have, of course, yourself and Trap Ship Collective. We have Too Cool Tiff, who just did something with Jay Mati, uh, J Jamil, who's working with Saga all the time, your boy Keep, uh, Keep Music. He out there uh, working. Byron Wan, who's been off on the rocket. He's somewhere on the moon at you know, South by Southwest. Ooh, yeah, you know what I mean? Hitting the Jodeci on the stage with the bird chest all out. He still got that, that mustache like that, though. That's the, that's the, that's the homie. You know what I'm saying? But just, just when it comes to like the, the, the newer proper artists, and I see that, you know what I'm saying, that, that you and your brothers, y'all have uh, continued to grow and cultivate community. Uh, what What is it, do you think that, or what is it that you would like to see as a younger artist uh, in the city, in this genre, when it comes to community and building relationship? Yeah, so I've had this talk with uh, my boy, uh, his name's Chris Williams. He goes by Young Citizen. Uh, he's a he's a pretty well-known artist in Charlotte. Yeah, does a lot of like local shows at like the neighborhood theater, the muse like he's he's doing his thing. But yeah, Chris and I were talking and it's crazy how the one thing that he pointed out, which 
blew me away, maybe because I haven't had these experiences or maybe because I work with people that are Christians. I don't know. But like, he's like, man, I feel like Charlotte, unfortunately, a lot of creatives in the city are there. I feel like we're still really like selfish. Like, I feel like a lot of them are, hey, I see you from over here, but like you do your thing. I got to get mine. Like I got to I got to get my own. And I think I really want the city to kind of break that because we do have this infrastructure. We have some really good venues and some amazing art and like representation in Charlotte. Like it's, it's awesome. It's like becoming almost like a little melting pot. So we have all these different styles and people and uh, venues and scenes and, and Charlotte is like a, it's like a state, like it's broken up into so many hubs. So I would love to see people just want to see others win. Like, I feel like a lot of people think that there's one cake and like there's only a certain number of slices in that cake and you've got to, you've got to get yours before it runs out. And I'm like, no, why don't we all just bake cake together? Like, why don't we just do that and like divvy it up? Like there's plenty of exposure. There's plenty of space and venue there's so many, there's so much space for everyone to eat. But I think it starts with having that like selfless mentality and like putting other people first or just put, yeah, like putting other people first and, and, and before you. And I think God rewards that. I mean, I, I feel like he does. And so that's why, like, I just, I love my team because we, we try to do things together and it's benefited all of us, but I would really love to see Charlotte kind of wake up on that and just be more supportive of local people. I saw this tweet the other day and it was like, um, it was like, local artists can't support their friends in the same city that they live in, but they DM Kanye West, happy birthday. <laughs> and I was, I was like, I was like, yo, that's funny. But like, yeah, like that's, that's kind of how it is. Like, it's like this celebrity culture, but anyways, I, that was super funny to me, but I was like, there's, there's truth and humor. So. What's so um, crazy is everything that you said is applicable to all of CHH though. It's what's crazy. Yeah. The whole I, yeah. genre. I agree. You know I'm saying because there is, there's a, a, you know, there's a standard be raised. Hey, listen, I'm getting this many streams. So I really can't speak to you like that until you get on, on my streaming level. You know we, we can communicate, but what's, what's, what's in it for me. And I understand, you know, that, that there's a business, there's an art side here, but in cultivating the relationship and making this culture, uh, so that, uh, a culture that, that represents Christ. Like if we, we talk about music, most definitely we could it's whatever else but as just far as building relationship and genuine and i think that's the problem like you seeing when people are genuine like when you when you win and you got numbers you got streams millions of people are downloading your music and stuff yeah. it's really hard to gauge if people are genuinely reaching out to you to build or yeah. if they're like hey i can get next to this brother because of how he's winning and maybe you know we can do something and i can win too off yeah. of, you know how he's doing but it's just just naturally building relationship i wish people had a mindset uh for, for community for relationship you know what i'm saying like i've known jay sanders for since what 2015 almost 2016 of you know what i'm saying you haven't done like a whole every time i drop something to jay let me get on the song let me whatever you know what i'm saying just build build community you know what i'm saying just have a relationship uh so I talk to him whenever you know what i'm saying that's the bro so and just and I feel like that that needs to happen more uh, in 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 the city in the CHH as a whole, and I yeah. think that you know everything would be you know what I'm saying, most uh said better off for the whole you know what I mean. So 
I have uh, one question that I do want to ask just to kind of reveal a little bit you know, more about you. Now, a lot of people don't know that you work in the school system. You yeah. work directly with the young people, helping craft the minds of the next generation. Yeah. You know what I'm How has your interaction with these students on a daily basis influenced the way that you craft your sound and the way that you and uh, said present the gospel? And do any of your students actually know that your rapper and have been impacted by what you produce? Yeah, man. So like a little bit of my background, I've been a teacher since I graduated from college. Uh, it's it's a huge passion of mine, and I'm very grateful that. I uh, eventually my goals are to go full time creative, uh, but it's cool to be in a job where I'm not miserable and I'm not dying to get out. Like, I'm really grateful that I get to wake up, go to work, enjoy it and like come home. Um, so, yeah, I've been teaching for several years. Uh, I have gone for my first half. I taught high school special education. So I work with ninth through 12th graders with uh, specific learning disabilities. Um, and basically help them get ready for life after college, uh, after high school. So whether that was going to a two-year school, a four-year school, a training program, or going into the workforce, um, it was a big passion of mine and I loved it. Uh, and then after that, I moved over to, uh, I'm the ESL instructor for my school. So I teach English as a second language. Um, I'm bilingual, Hispanic being my first language. So it helps me a lot just because like 90% of my kids are Hispanic. So um, man, just being with them every day, I think we have these, like these notions of like full-time ministry being like a pastor or in youth or, uh, or, or, or something like that, a worship leader, dude, I, I feel like teaching is full-time ministry. I really do. Like I get, I get there at seven fifteen every morning and I don't leave till usually four and I'm having conversations with kids all day about Jesus. Like, and, uh, I'm grateful to be in a school as well that um, gives us that freedom to kind of share our, our beliefs. Uh, cause that's a whole nother convo. We don't, we're not, not a lot of people have a lot of say anymore in school, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just do my own thing. And honestly, even if they weren't okay with it, like I'm still going to do my thing. So, uh, but it's been good, man. Like God's opened up a lot of opportunities for me to just kind of witness to kids, walk with them through life, uh, kids from as young as five years old to seniors in high school, just, asking me questions about God and Jesus and they walk in my room and they see like, I've got scripture or like uh, stuff on the walls. And they're like, Oh, why do you believe in that? Or, uh, you know, I had one kid come in uh, months ago and I had a big lesson planned and he was like, you know, you know, Mr. Paulino. And I, I was like, yeah, buddy. He was like, uh, he's like, I have a lot of questions about Jesus. And I just grabbed my book and I was like, let's go, man. Hit me with it. Like, let's talk. So they're just, uh, it's cool that they trust me, I guess. Um, and as far as them knowing my music, dude, that, I think at this point, the whole school knows it. Sometimes I'll walk down the hallways and like, they'll, they're playing my stuff and they're like speakers. Um, <laughs> and like, and they didn't see me. They just, I think they just enjoy it, which is, is humbling, especially with like, I don't know, a lot of like the crap that these kids are listening to now. I'm like, Oh, it's good. Like they're listening to something that's like edifying, but yeah, they, they love that I do music and it's helped me connect with them way more. Like, I think they look up to me because they're like, Oh, you, you're a normal person outside of these walls. Like you, you make music, you are into clothes, like you do this and that. And 
So I think it just has been an outlet for me to be a better teacher than I would if I didn't do anything creative. Bro, 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 that's fire, bro. Hey, you know, I believe the children of the future. Teach them where they let them know. <laughs> bro, but, but they are, bro. And these kids are growing up so quick. Like, bro, what? Every, every, everything is just so like, yeah, that's never mind. We can't talk about that. That's, yeah, we, don't, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. Yeah, bro. That's that's a that's a whole that's an offline that's conversation. That's off the record. Whole, we'll that's a that's a whole nother interview. We could just do that. Right. A whole nother joint. You know what I'm saying? But bro, listen, man, I, I appreciate your time. We winding down, but I do. There's two things I need you to do. Right. Yeah, talk to me. First talk thing to me. I need you to do. All right. Is let people know if there was one song. They needed to listen to you, and it was the only song they can listen to. Now, what song would that be? Oh man, is it a cop out to say that it's not out yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like know, I feel like this new music that I'm making is just so it's so it's so good and it's so different. Um, I'm just taking so many risks, and I feel like my songwriting has just gotten so much better. But this new music from now until the rest of the year is going to be beautiful. But if I had to pick a song that I've got out, um, my favorite solo track that I've released is called Airborne. Um, and it's uh, it's just like it's like a hip hop trap banger. It's like a performance song, but it's also super intentional, uh, like lyrically. Um, so the whole song is like a contradiction. So the, the hook is like it says like I had to run up a check. So they're like, Oh, he's getting money. He's getting a bag. And then it's like, wait, I had to get out of debt. And then it's like, Oh, they're like, wait, what? And I'm, but I'm talking about like literally Jesus paying my debt. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm here li- trying to live for the world and like run up a check and, and get a bag and all this stuff. And then it's almost like in the middle, I have an ad lib and I go, wait. And it's like, I'm stopping in my tracks and I'm like, no, like, I don't have to run up a check. Like, I got to get out of debt. Like, and the only way that I'm going to do that is through Jesus. And then there's a bunch of bars where I'm just, like, flexing and showing that I can write and stuff. But I would say Airborne is my best solo track. Um, and then I've got a lot of really good collab stuff. I got stuff that's, like, for the hip-hop heads, the old-school heads. I've got stuff that's more... Wait, 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 wait. I'm offended by the old-school coming, bro. By the old okay, head, okay. First off, first off, what I meant by that was... I am also clean, clean that up. Clean that up. I say when I say old school, when I say old school, I'm talking strictly about like just genre from that time period. I'm talking about people that were born in that time period. I'm talking about me. Like I go back and I bump like I bump tribe call quest. I bump old outcast. Like I bump eighties. I bump all this stuff, but I think I've just got like, I've got songs I think my discography will surprise people because I've got a song for everyone. I've got your rap and hip hop. I've got your pop. I've got your rock. I've got your worship stuff. So uh, my favorite collab song is probably um, I released a song of Kip. It's called John 330. Um, And the song is, uh, which is he must increase there. I must decrease. Therefore he will like increase. Mm -hmm. But the whole song is just, literally a cry out to God. Um, and it's cool because the song is called John 3.30 and the song is three minutes and 30 seconds. So just a lot of like Easter eggs and stuff like that. But those would be two songs that I say would define me as an artist, Airborne and John 3.30. That's kind of like my beginning and end. So. Okay, I bet. So in this, in this last two minutes, what I need you to do- I got do, you. Bro, I'll go quick. Listen, yeah, what yeah. I need you to do, bro, listen, I need you 
Just spit the craziest verse you got. I need to hear your best verse. Man. Oh, that's uh I was gonna start over with that, but I said I'm gonna you so always say the best for last. That's what we do. Okay. Mm. Okay, all right, let me see. Um okay. How you do the money dance when all you got is debt? Should be worried about your soul. Don't get caught up with a check. Mm -hmm. I always hear everybody out here raising hell, but I'm in another verse, so it's heaven over hell. I got no fans. I'm a fan of the one whose hands I'm in. Baby mm -hmm. hit my line talking about how I am handsome and church buck is passing through, so I'm going to have to handsome in. Mm -hmm. I got a ticket to the highway to heaven, and I'll hand it in. And sometimes I cut the cord like it's a newborn. No more ignoring the final form, like level 32. I'm Venusaur in a competition, and everything's done scorn. Um, oof. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Hey, bro, look, man, you have some, you have some bangers in there, bro. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, next mic. You know what I'm saying? Well, you should change it to now, Mike, because it's now, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Thank you, bro. When you, when you dropping that album, bro, listen, I need to know the day. Give us the time. It's spring, fall. We got one minute, bro. Plug something. What's happening? Oh, this summer is is the summer of Trapship. So oh, get ready. Trapship? Okay. The next, the next the next few weeks is gonna be it's gonna be special. I need a rod, and as long as we don't need to spend no gas money to get there. I'm got gonna... you, got you. <laughs> got you, baby. Hey, brother, I appreciate your time, man. Most definitely, man. That's next mic. I'm cut right for Rapzilla. Peace. Love you, bro. Thank you, man. Oh, snap.